0: If you're anything like me, the thought of slaving away in the kitchen for hours after a hectic day is a little less than appealing. But what if I told you that I've got a little something to make your weekday anti-inflammatory eating a breeze? Introducing my free checklist, the must-have kitchen staples for effortless anti-inflammatory dinners. This is your ticket to stress-free weekday dinners and consistent success in the kitchen. Imagine not having to deal with last-minute grocery store runs or staring at your pantry in exhaustion. Imagine coming home from a demanding day, effortlessly whipping up an anti-inflammatory meal, and still having time to unwind, relax, and catch up on your favorite shows. All you have to do is head over to betterwithcarbo.com forward slash checklist and claim your free copy of this invaluable resource. Let this checklist be your guide to transform your kitchen into a haven of effortless anti-inflammatory cooking and well-balanced meals. Get ready for a life where weekday anti-inflammatory eating is not just easier, but it's downright delightful. Your journey to a healthier, more vibrant you starts right now. I'm Chrissy Carbo, registered dietitian and host of the Inflamed in the Brain podcast. Here we cut through the confusion and complexity of inflammatory health to deliver straightforward bite-sized strategies and information you can easily apply to your life. Not too long ago, I was lost in a sea of information overwhelmed by the challenges of inflammation. But through years of trial, education, and self-discovery, I learned to break free from the chaos of fad diets and cultivate a practical anti-inflammatory lifestyle that not only helped me stabilize my own diagnosis, but thrive with it. Whether you're an autoimmune warrior or simply seeking a healthier, uncomplicated life, you found your tribe. Join me as we explore realistic strategies that can make a profound difference in your life. So if you're ready to embrace a simpler, healthier way of living, you're in the right place, my friend. Let's dive in, learn, and grow together. Welcome to the Inflames in the Brain podcast. Let's get started. Hey, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Inflames in the Membrane podcast. I'm Chrissy, your host and friendly neighborhood dietitian. And before we dive into today's topic, let me ask you, how are you holding up? With Thanksgiving on Thursday, it's totally natural to feel a tad anxious and stressed, especially if you're navigating the waters of anti-inflammatory dietary concerns. Trust me, you're not alone in this boat. Thanksgiving has this knack for making us question our choices, like should I indulge without a second thought and let my diet sail out the window for the day? Or should I go on full dietary detective mode, analyzing every morsel on my plate? If you're tuning in, you're likely in that middle ground like me where you want to enjoy Thanksgiving fully while keeping your anti-inflammatory journey in check. You're not looking to undo all of your hard work, but you definitely want to savor the day. So in this episode, our mission is clear, finding that sweet spot of balance. How can you approach Thanksgiving with confidence knowing that indulgence won't derail your progress? I've got five strategies to share with you, so without further ado, Let's kick things off with our first strategy, which is to eat breakfast. You know, one of the biggest things that tend to hang over our heads like a dark cloud on Thanksgiving is the fear of overindulging and then feeling like a stuffed turkey, both guilty and uncomfortable. It's a common concern, and I've been there too. But here's the thing. Some of us try to save our appetite for the big dinner by practically starving ourselves beforehand. Let me tell you, that's a big no-go in my book. I get it, this idea might clash with what's been ingrained in us since childhood, but trust me on this one, guys, starving yourself until dinner is not the path to an enjoyable Thanksgiving meal with your people. It's more like a highway to a full-blown binge. Imagine this, you've been holding out all day and now you're faced with a table loaded with deliciousness. You're so ravenous that you literally zone out, not even realizing how much you're eating or how quickly it's going down. And then before you know it, you're not just physically uncomfortable, you're also left with a side of guilt and maybe a little bit of self-disgust. And here's the thing about overeating that many people don't fully grasp. It's not about a lack of willpower. Overeating is actually a survival mechanism that our body has honed over centuries. Your body doesn't understand that you were intentionally starving yourself for Thanksgiving dinner. To your body, it's more like hey, I've been running on empty all day. I better eat up all of the food that I can because who knows when I'll get the chance to eat again. That's the kind of binge that I'm talking about where you kind of almost like leave your body and then come back to it when you're really full and uncomfortable. So do yourself a favor, have your morning cup of coffee along with a balanced breakfast, which includes a little bit of protein. It'll set you up for a much more enjoyable and guilt-free Thanksgiving dinner later on. All right, folks, so let's dive into strategy number two for achieving that beautiful Thanksgiving balance, and this one's kind of my jam. The second strategy here is to explore how to realistically boost nutrient content in your Thanksgiving spread. And I say realistically because, let's face it, you don't want to be that person to show up with a vegetable loaf when everyone's expecting pie. Keep it real and tasteful, okay? How can you sneak in some upgrades without compromising the taste? My go-to swaps and additions on Thanksgiving are to use bone broth instead of water where possible, adding a few extra veggies to certain dishes. And remember, keep it tasteful. Dishes like stuffing can easily do well with a few extra veggies. Maybe you can even make a butternut squash mac and cheese. You can also easily hide a head of cauliflower into your mashed potatoes. The goal here is to create options for yourself to craft a plate that's not only mouthwateringly delicious, if that's a word but also nutrient-packed. You can also take charge of the vegetable dishes. That's usually my gig, being a dietitian and all. In my family, they jokingly call me the vegetable doctor because I'm always responsible for whipping up the vegetable dishes no matter what holiday it is. But typically for Thanksgiving, I'm in charge of whipping up my famous balsamic Brussels sprouts and green bean casserole. And I get it, finding tasty veggie dishes for Thanksgiving can be a real challenge, especially if you're not a vegetable doctor like myself. So to make things easier for you, I put together a list of my top five veggie dishes that I love to make on Thanksgiving, including those Brussels sprouts and green bean casserole recipes. They're not only simple to prepare, but also nutrient dense, and they'll convince even the most stubborn vegetable avoiders to eat their veggies. You can find these delicious recipes at betterwithcarball.com forward slash veggies, and you can also grab the link from the show notes. Moving on to our next strategy, which might seem like common sense, but it's worth highlighting. Chew your food. I know it sounds simple, right? But let's pause and think about it for a moment. When we take a few extra moments to be mindful and savor each bite, we can truly appreciate the day and enjoy the company we're surrounded by and even practice some gratitude on Thanksgiving. Plus, there's more to it than just savoring the moment. Properly chewing your food actually does wonders for digestion. It can prevent indigestion, heartburn, and bloating. And let's face it, nobody wants to feel those icky things on Thanksgiving, right? So slow down, savor those flavors, and give your digestive system a helping hand. Your body will thank you, and you'll fully enjoy that special day. Now let's talk about the next strategy, which is to eliminate scarcity associated with Thanksgiving. This strategy is a bit of a twofer because the way you eliminate scarcity is by being more intentional with packing leftovers and being open to off-season Thanksgiving celebrations. You heard me right. I'm talking about Thanksgiving in the middle of summer if that's what you're feeling. Sure, indulgence on Thanksgiving is perfectly fine, but there's a fine line between enjoying yourself and eating to a point of discomfort. See, when we tell ourselves that Thanksgiving is the only day that we can have our favorite foods. We create that sense of scarcity, and that scarcity mentality often drives us to overeat to that uncomfortable feeling. So I challenge you to get rid of that scarcity mindset. What if I told you that your favorite Thanksgiving foods are available year-round? Think about it for a minute. How would that change how much food you actually eat in one sitting? More than likely, you'll opt to eat a bit more conservatively, and this shift in perspective has been a game-changer for me. When I realized that I can enjoy these foods anytime throughout the year, it took the pressure off and I no longer felt the need to consume massive quantities in one sitting. And you bet your ass your girl has had plenty of pseudo Thanksgiving dinners in the middle of whatever season I'm in, complete with sweet potatoes, stuffing, cranberry sauce, the whole spread. The part two of this strategy is to go into your Thanksgiving dinner with the intention to bring home lots of leftovers. So imagine you're at your Thanksgiving dinner, You've taken my advice, you create a plate that satisfies you and is packed with nutrients, you savored your meal, and now you're feeling full. But that little voice inside your head is whispering, hey, it's Thanksgiving, why not have seconds, thirds, or even fourths? And again, it's that annual battle between indulgence and restraint that many of us face on this holiday. And more often than not, this kind of self-talk often leads to overeating and those guilty feelings that we want to avoid on Thanksgiving. So to steer clear that discomfort and guilt, pack your doggy bag ahead of time. And if your family is anything like mine and you've got a mom, grandma, or whoever who gets a bit offended when you don't rush for seconds, this strategy will save you from that friendly family pressure. Let me tell you, nothing makes my Puerto Rican mom happier than hearing, I loved it so much that I'm going to take it home so I can savor it throughout the week. My final piece of advice here is pretty simple, take a breath. You know, it is possible that after your Thanksgiving dinner, you might feel like you ate a little bit more than planned, indulged a little bit more than you intended, but it's okay. Just take a breath. Thanksgiving is just one day out of the year, and we often put so much unnecessary pressure and self-critique on what we eat, how much of it we eat, and what we should or shouldn't indulge in. But let's not forget what Thanksgiving is truly about. For me, it's about spending quality time with people I care about and about finding gratitude for what I have and the experiences I get to enjoy. So if you happen to feel a little fuller than expected, take a deep breath, remind yourself that you're still practicing self-care, and know that this is just one day and it doesn't undo all the hard work that you've put into taking care of yourself throughout the year. Tomorrow is a brand new day. You know, it really saddens me when I see people dreading the holidays because of food. Food isn't just personal, comforting, and cultural. It's also tied to the essence of the holidays themselves. When we attach too much negative emotion to food, we can cast a shadow over the true meaning of those special occasions. So if there's one thing I hope you take away from today's chat, it's that finding a balance between celebrating and maintaining your self-care and anti-inflammatory goals is all about intention, not restriction. It's essential to recognize that numerous factors can trigger inflammation besides food, and stress is a big one. Restriction and deprivation can actually create stress within our bodies, potentially triggering inflammation. So instead of going down that path, let's choose intention. Let's be intentional at the table, savoring and truly enjoying our food. Let's be intentional about enjoying the company that we're in. Let's be intentional enough to honor our body's signals of fullness and hunger. Let's be intentional about creating balanced, nutrient-dense meals, even on Thanksgiving. And let's be intentional about creating abundance, not just for this day, but for the days that follow. Lastly, let's remember that self-care and anti-inflammatory health aren't just switches that we can turn on and off for special occasions. They are ongoing practices that enhance our overall quality of life. We can and should Discover ways to enjoy ourselves and the food that we eat while still making progress, even during the holiday season. And that's all I have for you guys today. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone else who may also find it helpful. And don't forget to subscribe to the show and continue the conversation with me at BetterWithCarbo on Instagram. And don't forget to click on the link in the show notes to grab your five veggie recipes that you can incorporate in your Thanksgiving dinner. You can also grab them at BetterWithCarbo.com forward slash veggies. Until next time, guys, same time, same place. Take care.